When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rumble. Feel the fires into the rear. It's nice and only know how to win. Welcome back, everyone, to Just Another Friday Night. It is Just Another Friday Night. You're here with Unbreakable Adamantium Adam. Adam? Hey, nice to see you again, CM. Thank you very much. And that's me, CM Chuck, here doing episode two. We made it to two episodes. We are alive. <laughs> we have avoided the coronavirus. Cat, oh, in yeah. fact, brought in Dos Equis. Yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. So that's the start. Um we know that everyone is quarantined right now and things are strange out there and it feels like maybe one of our favorite comic books or whatever, but it's actually kind of weird when you're in the store. When and you're living it, yeah. Yeah, the shelves are empty and, you know, every – I think every movie we watch, right, kind of like World War Z or Walking yes. Dead, you know, a TV show, it's like the, the apocalypse happens fast, right? You know Real I mean? quick, but, yeah. But right now it feels like it's kind of a slow burn, you know what I mean? It like, is a slow you know, burn, but, uh, yeah, I'm glad they're kind of shutting down everything. So that should be, help a lot. Yeah. If you're out there, you know, please keep washing your hands, do all the things that people have been telling you to do for the last month or so, you know, uh, don't hoard stuff. You know what I mean? Help your neighbor out if you can. And, um, you know, the elderly folks, you know, we, we're all trying to do our part and do the same. Um, you know, uh, it's a crazy time. You know what I mean? It's not fun. It's not like a movie uh, or, or a TV show. It's, it's real life. And so we want everyone to be safe and healthy and uh, you know, it's a chance to be inside your house, be with your kids, your family, your friends, do what we're doing, make a podcast, man, make a oh, show yeah. on YouTube. Oh, Tell yeah. us what you like to talk about and think about, cause that's what we're going to do. We're going to try to entertain you and add something different into the mix besides uh, Netflix. We know you've probably binged everything already. So, oh, yeah. so mm-hmm. um, that's it. Um, what have you got, Kat? What do you got to talk about today? Okay, so I kind of wanted to talk about some comics, maybe kind of get people's minds off. Uh, I know this always starts debates. Uh, yeah. You know, comics is always a fine line for uh, us comic book folk. For sure, for sure. Okay, well, you know what? You've got the list in front of you. I don't know what you're going to bring up. I am going to Okay, so this. I just wanted to, uh, you know, say uh, who is your favorite hero? Favorite hero? That's a super tough question because I feel like I bounce around. But if I had a here, I'm cracking cat a beer here. We're Thank you. Having some nice dosecki here. Uh, in the words of one of my uh, favorite podcasters, Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> sip a beer for the working man. Um, I said this last time, and if I had to go right off the top of my head, I would say it's Superman. Okay, Superman for me embodies great choice. In yeah, he embodies to me. 
you know, what he says, you know, truth, justice, and the American way. And I think, you know, the American way right now might seem kind of unusual, but I think at one time there was the American way stood for something and it was an idea. It did. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. But uh, Superman, I mean, you know, people call him the big blue boy scout. They say he's boring. You know what I mean? But to me, nah, I mean, I'm like, he, he's kind of something that you want to aspire to be. You know what I mean? We might have all darker tendencies in a dark side mm-hmm. and things like that. And I think they have tried to show that in him, but for the most part, he tries to live the right way and do the right thing. And man, what a what a responsibility to shoulder to oh, try to do that yeah. when you have that power. Yeah, you know of what course. I mean? Like, it's so tempting to just uh, say, you know what, I'm going to take over and kind of put it in my image, what I think uh, the world should be at, not America's way. Almost know? like a Kingdom Come type Superman when he finally just gets pissed off and yes. says, you know what, I'm yes. tired of you guys being jerks, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean... Uh, so yeah, if I had to go with a number, a number one overall, that's what I would go for. Uh, it's good. I like Superman. Uh, for me personally, I have to be Wolverine, um, and that's after reading just about everyone. Wolverine just really appealed to me. Um, he's a little guy, but you know what? He's gonna put up a fight, a hell of a fight. He's gonna fuck you up as much as he can, mm-hmm. even if he knows you're gonna you're way stronger than him. He's gonna still show up there, show up and, and scrap. Scrap, man. And yeah. scrap well. You know yes. what I mean? I always loved the old Marvel cards where he, they always gave him his respect. Oh, they put that man. fighting ability at seven. Yes. You know, I don't know if I knew that you were like a Wolverine number one yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I, I am. And uh, like I said, that's after reading, you know, just about everyone. Uh, Wolverine just appealed to me. And it's kind of more the solo issues that mm-hmm. kind of got me yeah. for him. Because I was like, wow, this dude's a badass. He's, he's like a secret agent. Uh, in my opinion, maybe the second best fighter. In the Marvel Universe, behind Cap, behind Cap, I would say. Uh-huh. Well, I know Wolverine has beaten Cap, though, one-on-one. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of hard to say. But. Yeah. And you know what's funny is that if you, you ask me tomorrow, and that your answer for number one would be my answer. Because <laughs> that's who I loved growing up. I've always yeah. been a Marvel guy. I've read way more Wolverine comic mm-hmm. books than I have, uh, you know, Superman books, whatever. But again, it's like, you know, I feel like Superman is almost in that god type oh, level or you want to you want to aspire to mm-hmm. be right there you know what i mean but you always fall short and if you're gonna fall short and as a short guy that is essentially the same height as wolverine i i'm happy to be right there because they are pretty much neck to neck yeah it's one and a really close two mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. i feel exactly how you do about wolverine yeah i, I, mean, I love I just him. i love the guy yeah um, you know logan too I mean, dude yeah i mean <laughs> you know i always felt like in the x-men it was like it was he was one of these guys where it's like you're you're too awesome to be on this <laughs> team. You know what I mean? So yeah. I kind of like how they have him as an Avenger now. Or, oh, that's right. yeah, yeah. If that's still going on, you know what I mean? But I know that he was rolling with them for a while. And, I think yeah. actually I read that uh, he's actually running a school, the Xavier school. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. because Cyclops has kind of gone off the rails a little bit. Um, okay. Where See. he's kind of taking on more of the Wolverine character, and Wolverine's become kind of the responsible one okay. of sheltering the kids. So. Okay. I've got some books there at my house that I've got to pick up on, on reading, and so I might be picking up on some of that stuff yeah, soon. Yeah. Um, definitely got to get caught up. Yeah, so Superman for me, close second. Uh, Wolverine, nice. very close second. Very nice. Who would be your number two? If my number two would be Cap. Right there. Yeah. Two Marvel big and guys. And this is just uh, – this was way before the movies came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I got in so many Captain America issues. I mean, the dude just stands – he believes in what he stands for. And he's not going to waver on that, you know? He's and your Superman. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, he's not going to bang down either. He's another guy that's, you know, I'm not going to – he's a leader of the uh, of a team that consists of four. 
You right. know? He's, yeah, he leads a, a god. <laughs> a god is willing to follow this man. Right. You know, and, and that says a lot about the dude's character. You right. know? Um, I love him too. Uh, he's definitely probably in my top five. I'm, And that's uh, a, that's high. You know what I mean? For me, oh, to say top yeah. five. I love yeah. Cap. When I used to play the old Marvel vs. Capcom game, <laughs> and I think before, well, it was just an X Men game before, but uh, the Marvel vs. Capcom game, you could pick three characters and you would, you know, as one, you know, you could switch them out as you're playing the game. And my team was oh, always, right. uh, yeah. it was always Wolverine, Cap, and Spider Man. Those were nice. my three guys. Very nice. You know what I mean? But because I was, you know, uh, in that game, you know, it's just it's just Marvel guys and Capcom guys. But I wouldn't even throw a Capcom guy in there. I just was like, I'm going to use these three badasses from the Marvel universe. <laughs> so I definitely get you on there. Okay. Great, great. Are we going to keep going on on uh, our list, or you got something next? No, I mean, you can go on if you want to. You know, it would be hard for me to keep ranking or whatever, because like I said, you know, you kind of okay, think about ranking, one, you know? two. But, yeah. um, other guys that are up there, like I said, for me, Cap is definitely up there. Um, you know, I don't know, uh, the Silver Surfer. Oh, the Silver Surfer is somebody nice. I relate to with like the broodingness and like yes. the always kind yes. of you know out of sorts, but the power. Like, man, here's Ooh. a guy that essentially could be, you know, the most powerful guy he maybe in any yes. any yes. universe. And I mean, yes. sometimes it's not written that way, and I feel like they they write him kind of depowered. But it is, and I think that's why the comics never really fly off. Um, right. They get too much into the first series of what Stanley, because Stanley did mm-hmm. say he tried doing it in the the first series that got canceled. Um, he's kind of a hard character to write, almost it seems like. Um, I don't know how you can. He's got to be one of those characters. Kind of has to be like a special edition. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel like did, I feel like he was kind of done right in the Fantastic Four time. Yeah, I kind of like him, kind of moody yes. and like hanging out in the trench coat and the yeah. and the, the cat the the, the <laughs> hat right. trying yeah. to understand humans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's something about that character about that I like. But you know, I've read, you know, enough Surfer. But if you told me what was like a standout story, I couldn't really probably name exactly. one for you that like stick out to me. Like you know, like that's the definitive Silver Surfer story. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I even read like Requiem, and I mean, I just thought it was like okay. I guess the definitive would just be the the coming of Galactus. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like those issues that are kind of like from, I guess, like maybe the early '90s or whatever. You those know, those are good. You know? Yeah, those are actually really good. Um, yeah, the, the writing was was fine, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, those were good issues. Uh, he had a lot of good battles uh, in those. You yeah, know, especially with Thanos. Right before he became super powerful. Super powered. Now, right. You know? Yeah. Um, on my wall, I've got a great fucking poster that i love it's like him and mephisto's in the background oh yeah yeah it's probably issue three isn't it maybe i didn't ever see where it comes from or whatever but um it's just uh an awesome image whatever i just like that i dig the idea of being like this cosmic traveler this surfer that came from a you know born out of trying to save his planet (laughs) and then given this power and having to do these unspeakable things you know what i mean and just helping a guy to destroy a planet you know what i mean exactly because i was i think i uh, asked you before it's like how many people do you think he actually killed before he got to earth or helped kill yeah you know i mean man he got planets of species that this man helped eradicate. Exactly. You know, so it, it lead it loans into the brooding. I'd be pretty brooding and moody too uh, if yeah. I had to sleep with that shit on yeah. my conscience. You know, you know I mean? people who say that you know when Dark Phoenix ate the star and she killed a solar system. Well, this guy's probably killed more than yeah. more than that. You know, yeah, so. no shit. <laughs> and it's so funny, right? You know, we talk about the same thing. Like you know, people are probably more familiar right now with like Thanos and the snap or whatever. It's like, exactly the yeah. numbers are so big you don't really think about it. It's like. 
oh, just like a lot of people died. So they kind of, you kind of have to dive into that story. Yes. I mean, like that's what I thought Endgame did really well when they showed the people in the group mm-hmm. therapy and the guys talking about crying. And it's like that's right, like, yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. people. That was a good scene. Gone, yeah, right? mm-hmm. yeah, you know, because otherwise you're just like, oh, a billion people, he destroyed a planet. It's like. Okay, well, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it kind of goes back to like Star Wars. You know and I mean, you got to have Princess Leia there watching Alderaan get blown up. Word. And it's like, you know, but I almost feel like Rogue One did it better when they blow up the city with, you know, the Death Star. They're, you know, you're just like, wow, like you're seeing Saw Gerrera there and the wave comes Ooh. and you're like, yeah, that's a uh, man. That's a very brutal scene. Yeah, yeah, Golly. very much so. Yeah. You know I mean? so. yeah, that's kind of stuff they don't show. I guess it'd be too much for people to uh, kind of uh, comprehend. To right. actually show the inside of a planet getting blown up, yeah, compared you know, to the just seeing it blow up from the outside, yeah, you know? <laughs> it's almost like T two. You know what I mean? You see the the mom oh, clutching yes, the little yes. girl, they get roasted. And see, I mean, yeah. That's essentially what's happening. Yeah, you know what I mean, exactly. So, so. You know, but yeah, for sure, for sure. So that you got to think about, you got to lend yourself to the story that he's destroyed not just a planet but mm. planets yeah. upon planets that's why i was asking i was like about how many do you think how long do you think he was in galactus service how long you know how many planets right you know, it's like, right oh, you got to ask yourself what are the inhabitants of those planets is this a, is this a, a solar system or a planet that's way more abundant than earth yes uh, imagine, imagine a planet the size of jupiter with our, with there our population yeah. it's like Wow, you know what I mean? Yeah, there so you go. It's it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, because I believe I heard something like uh, seven Earths can fit in that red eye of the Jupiter. So right. there you go. I mean, right there. Alone. Exactly. So it's, exactly. it's uh, pretty brutal. So I do like the Surfer. The Surfer yeah. is, is very, very awesome. Probably top five. Um, you know, I, I always waver on Batman because, you know, Batman is, of course, the number two DC guy. Yeah. And I don't – there's there's – there's versions of Batman you love, and then there's mm-hmm. versions of Batman that are just kind of like, don't do it for you. I feel like in the last couple of years in, in DC, and me and you've had this conversation, but they make Batman like, he's like their Reed Richards and Tony Stark combined. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, at least in Marvel, Reed is a, is a doctor. You know what I mean? He's a scientist. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yes. you know? And if I had to say who was number two in Marvel with the brains, it would probably be Dr. Doom. You mean like, Ooh, he, okay. He, okay. I would consider him. Then okay. I might start to rank like, Banner, yeah, you know. See, that's whole, what I was thinking. You know? Maybe number two. I didn't even think about Doom. Yeah, yeah. I, I would think Doom. So that, to me, that's a cool dynamic. That's the, very nice. The, the next yeah. brightest guy is is a villain. Yeah, you know what I mean. Then you got Banner. Then maybe you get Stark, and then maybe. you start in to, the comics. To I think down. Stark's more like the tech guy, right? Where in the Marvel movies, he's like Reed. He's it. You know? Yeah, he's yeah. the top brain. They make. Yeah. I feel like they make him smarter than the whole yeah. Bruce Banner. Who yeah, is, which is weird. Uh, yeah, Banner's supposed to. That's supposed to be his field. Yeah, all right. Nuclear. And he just reads something, and one day he's like, "No, I figured it out." Right. Like, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. They make, he's like the uh, he's like the Mozart of technology. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, but for me in DC, it's like you know, I feel like Batman. They they put so much on him, and it's like it's almost he becomes a little bit unlikable. I feel like because I'm just like you know they make him. Like that kind a, of what like drew a, me off. Yeah, like a dick. Like, oh, mm-hmm. he's got these plans to take out Superman and every one of the Justice League in case they go rogue. I'm yeah. like, who made you judge, exactly. jury, and executioner? Yeah. And, you know, but there are versions of Batman that I love. You know, when a Batman movie comes yeah. out, Cat, when we talked oh, about Batman yeah. last time, it's like, I'm going to be there. there. You know what yeah. I mean? I love, yeah. I love, you know, Chris Nolan's Batmans. Mm-hmm. I loved, you know, Val Kilmer, uh, you know, not the Val Kilmer one, but the uh, Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton one. I mean, that 89 Batman the movie. Yeah, the Burger yeah. movies are fantastic. Um, 
You know what I mean? But I always felt as though they wrote Batman without all the advantages. Yeah. So when you yeah. write him that way, he's more likable. Especially the Christian Bell one. Mm -hmm. uh, Morgan Freeman is more the tech guy. Yes. Lucius. Lucius they Fox. Put, they put that on somebody yeah. else. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you got to say, like, the Joker had his ass at every step. Every step. Two, mm -hmm. three, four, five yep. steps ahead of him. And yep. they're like, fuck, he's fighting from behind. But you know, you know what? what I mean? That kind of uh, makes it uh, better in a way. You know, It does. You don't expect the – I mean, you don't. he doesn't have an answer for everything. And that's good, you know? So I kind of like that. That's what makes – I think the yes. story is interesting. That's yes. the kind of the same thing I hear people say that makes Superman hard to write. It's like, well, what are you going to have him up against? You know what I mean? There's nothing, you know, there's – you know, he's so powerful. I think that's kind of lazy because he does have a great rogue gallery. Agree. Um, Agree. I mean, he's got Brainiac. He's got Parasite. Parasite always gives him a hard time. Mm -hmm. um, you got um, uh, Bizarro. Yeah. You know, I mean, you still got all these, besides Loot there, the brain. Right. You right. got all these powerhouses. I mean, Brainiac's no joke. Yeah, no, know? definitely not. That's somebody that hasn't been uh, Metallo. You know, Metallo. What a great gimmick, the kryptonite. In right. Damn chest, kryptonite you know? chest. So it's yeah. like, damn, well, how do you fight that? You, you know, know what I mean? Yeah. And again, too, that too, that sometimes I do feel like there's a lot. Even Kryptonite gets kind of lazy. It's like you want to incorporate yeah. it because it's almost part of the Superman lore, mm -hmm. but it's like give us a little bit something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And see, that's you why know? I liked about the Kingdom Come was that he had soaked up so much sun that the Kryptonite didn't even bother him right. anymore. So that was like, oh, that's cool. Right. You yeah, know, that's mean, really good. That's done really well. Exactly. You know? I love yeah. you know, the Kingdom Come story. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I do have a look for Batman. We talked about the animated series last time, oh, or whatever. And yeah. that version of Batman is like very like you root for him, like you mm -hmm. like that Batman. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's why he's that one's always considered the number one Batman adaptation. How always. Do you, how do you feel about that Bruce Wayne? How that Bruce Wayne's written in that series? You know, I like him because he acts stupid. You know, yeah, so. he's kind of Clark Kent-ish. Like, I feel yeah, like you know, yeah. like like a uh, Christopher Reeve Clark Kent. Yeah, you know? yeah, like um uh, when he's fighting uh, the ninja one. And, uh, you know, he's got to act like he can't fight in front of the reporter and, right. you know, all that. And he's soft. He's like a big, soft dude. And, yeah. You know, so I was like, oh, that's cool. But you know what? He's good at businessman, though. Right. That's the thing they did incorporate, which they really didn't do with the Bell one. Mm -hmm. Again, they kind of left that to, like, Lucius, where, like, he was, like, the lazy billionaire in, in Christopher Nolan's Batman. Yeah. You know, in the animated series, he he's a businessman. Him and Lucius are, like hands-on exactly everything they know, know what's so, going on yeah so i mean that's why but you know what they have more freedom uh the cartoons obviously have more episodes more time know, so, to tell the yeah, story whereas that when you, you really don't focus on bruce wayne in the movies obviously you right know, so you're waiting to get that suit. i think yeah. you've said this to me before but you didn't really care for bale's bruce wayne no not really you know? i mean but there really wasn't much to it exactly you know, and I, was like, yeah you know, but you know at least like michael keaton you know he you know he didn't really care about any of the stuff he bought, you know, like, like he put the pin in that, in that table or whatever. And Alfred's like, ah, right. You know, like, right. Don't do that. You know? <laughs> like he doesn't care. Like that's just like part of the charade. Like who cares? Exactly. You know, you know that's, it lends to like, you know, Batman is him and Bruce Wayne <laughs> is the, is the, is the costume, I think. Yeah. So, um, who else do you got in your top? Who else is there? Oh, uh, so I got like a lot of kind of like underground views, like Ghost Rider has always been a favorite. Uh, Johnny Blaze, especially those early issues. Okay. Um, Black Bolt. I became a huge fan of Black Bolt. It's kind of like later when, uh, you know, I was like, man, this guy's badass. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. voice that can shatter or mount it with the whisper. Yeah. You know, I was like, wow. Very you know? cool. Very visually striking. Oh, I yeah. Think. Uh, one of the coolest costumes. Well, I read actually that um, Gene Simmons kind of got the wing. 
art from Black Bolt. Really? Like, he was a fan of Black Bolt. Okay. And so, like, if you see Gene, like, in those early ones, he has the wings underneath. That look like he got that. it from, like, Black Bolt. Yeah, so that's from like, the Kirby art, I believe. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, so. Black Bolt, I always thought it was very cool. Uh, I know we kind of talked a little bit about the Illuminati last time yeah. from, from Marvel. <laughs> and we know Black Bolt's a member, yeah. you know, the leader of the Inhumans. And uh, I, I think he's fucking really cool. You know yeah, I, mean? I, I love to do In it. my top, no, only because I don't know enough about him. Need to read more stories, need to read more comics. Yeah, see, him. every time they do an Inhuman story, I'm usually there. I'm right. usually buying it. So. Okay. Favorite yeah. favorite story for the Inhumans? Give me give me your Black Bull must read. Okay, so it's like uh, the War of the Kings. Okay. There is uh, Inhumans, Shi'ar, um, the Kree was in there because the Kree are trying to get Black Bolt in all of them since they're Kree. Right. They're trying to get Black Bolt into it. Okay. Um, he's Cree. Yes, he's a Cree. Okay. And all of them are, actually. Okay. Um, all the Inhumans. Yes. Okay. And, uh, you know, he's one of the kings. You right. Know, so, but uh, Black Bolt kind of takes over. But um, it's really cool. It shows them, like, uh, in their, in the universe, they're actually kind of ranked up there with the Shi'ar, with okay. the Cree, with the Scrolls. Okay. And uh, there is one issue where he goes one-on-one -on -one with Gladiator. Oh, nice. Now, Gladiator does pound him, though, because Gladiator is stronger, then, obviously. But yeah. it was still pretty damn cool to see Black Bolt going up against Gladiator. He doesn't hit him with the voice? Um, I don't think he does. I think he just tries to go one-on-one. -on -one. Well, I mean, and essentially, he can't, right? Because he's yeah. that shit yeah. will yeah. destroy you. It will destroy him. Yeah, yeah the so. voice. Uh, it's kind of like you got that weapon you can't use, but... I would imagine if you're in like a life or death situation, you're going to use it. Yeah. He uses yeah. it in World War Hulk, right? Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes. Um, now, at that point, Hulk's is super strong, so it doesn't do anything to Hulk. Now, he doesn't scream, though, right? It's just yes, like he a, does. He actually gives Hulk the full blast. No shit. Yes, he does. Okay. But the Hulk was okay. able just to, uh, you know, because the Hulk and World War Hulk is uh, way stronger than normal Hulk. Right. You know, right. so um, there's that. And, uh I mean, you know, oh, and uh, so the War of Kings, too, it has like a third uh, brother of Cyclops. <laughs> oh, okay. So Cyclops and Havoc have like another brother. So uh, what was the uh, dad's name? Corsair, right? Yeah, Corsair. Is he is he the dad still? Yes, he is. Uh, he's really so. getting around, Corsair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. I got to check out that story. War, War of Kings. War of the Kings. War yes. of the Kings. Yes. Okay, awesome. Awesome. That was pretty cool. All right, Ghost Rider, I'm with you on. He again, not for me a top ten guy, but there was a time when he probably would have been because I was reading all the Ghost Rider mm -hmm. stuff, not the, uh, not the Johnny Blaze stuff, the Danny, the Danny Catch, Catch stuff. Yeah, yes, I, at one time he was very popular. I had that issue from the '90s. That number one, I thought he looked super badass. Mm -hmm. What a great, great visually looking character. Um, and I just thought it was cool because I felt like it really hung out in the realm of like um, supernatural. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I said, kind of like last time, I know we talked about this a little bit, but like, you know, he'd be there with Morbius, the vampire, and yeah. he'd be there with Blade and the Night Stalkers, who they yes. were always up against yes. some supernatural thing. And uh, did you read Spirits of Vengeance? I did read a little bit, yes. So that was, it, that became an issue, but uh, no, I'm sorry. Spirits of Vengeance was the, the it was Johnny Blaze and Danny Ketch mm -hmm. together, I mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. But uh, there was a series, which I think it birthed that comic book series, that the uh, series before, it went through several issues. It went through, um, and I think it ended maybe with like Spirits of Vengeance number one. But okay. it was like it went through Ghost Rider, Morbius, Night Stalkers. Oh, very nice. And it was okay. called Midnight Suns. That's right. And yes. they were up against Lilith. Yeah. That yes, character yes. was written. She was almost like the um like the female devil or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it was very cool written. I don't know. Um I'd have to go back and reread it, you know what I mean? But I'd like to. Oh, well, to I mean, one of the cool one. things about uh, the Danny Ketch one is that they introduced that penis there. Right. The so Blaze never had that. Yeah, okay. And the chain. 
I believe right. it was Danny's too. Okay. okay. So that was very cool. Uh, that wasn't a Blaze thing. That was a Danny Ketch thing, which is still used for all the Ghost Riders now. With the penance there, he can pretty much look into your soul yeah, and, and see your All your sins, and you're right. just going to be almost comatose. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's a brutal power to have. That's you know? pretty cool. That's yes, pretty it cool. is. That's kind of reminiscent of what the crow does at the end of the yes, movie. Exactly. He yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all that top dollar. Yes, right. yes. That's okay. exactly what that is. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Very cool. I remember him using that movie, and it always looked uh, neat when they would draw it because mm -hmm. he'd have a guy, a criminal, pinned up against the wall, and his eyes would just freaking light up yeah. in that skull. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's that's definitely kick ass. But see, the whole uh, Johnny Blaze thing when I first, you know, he um, it, it's kind of dark. I'm actually surprised Marvel did it. You know, he sells his soul to the devil. Okay. To sell, uh, save the life of his adopted father. Or no, to have his adopted father, yeah, save him from cancer. Okay. Okay. So, because he has cancer, he's going to die. Crash okay. Simpson. Okay. Okay. So, the devil says, yeah, okay. You know, ooh, he's a uh, cure of cancer. Well, since he's cured, Crash uh, decides to do this bad stunt and he ends up dying. <laughs> oh. And Johnny's like, hey, man, you screwed me. He goes, no, no, yeah. I didn't. I cured him, from, cured cancer. him from cancer. The classic devil exactly. turn. Exactly. And, yeah, you know, that's when he turns. But, you know, he goes into his room, lights up the candles, does the pentagram. I was like, oh, wow. this That's pretty dumb. You know, that's uh, I'm like, wow, crap. OK. Yeah. You know, so a few of those early issues kind of deal with that. OK. So it was pretty uh, dark. You know? That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Like, I would real like to, cool. to check that out. Because I don't know that I've ever written those, uh, ever read, uh, read those early yeah, Johnny yeah, Blaze yeah. issues. But uh, what a cool name, too, right? You know, Johnny Blaze. Yeah, Johnny Blaze. Like, <laughs> you know I, mean? like, I know the Wu-Tang Clan members. Yeah, that's right. Yes. They, they love yes. the Marvel yes. guys. So they have like a Tony yeah. Stark and they, yeah. uh, they do their own play on that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, those guys are great. If I had to drill down to more and think about it more, like Spider-Man is definitely up there yeah. for me. Mm -hmm. I always love Spider-Man, not only because how he looked and all that, but because you know, he was kind of just an average, you know, a oh, kid. He was a kid like you know, we yeah. were kids, and you're yeah. like, what would you do with that power? You're in high school and all that. I mean, and those stories are fun, too. I mean, yeah. man, just great stories. I mean, of high school and the villains and mm -hmm. him always joking during yeah. the battles, you know? <laughs> I feel like, too, he was always up against, like, man, like, well, fuck, what do I do? You know what I mean? Like, I don't have money, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like he's dealing with the shit. Like, I'm yeah. trying to do the right thing, but it's like, my costume tears, and I gotta sew it yeah, myself. It <laughs> it's like, he didn't have resources. You know, like, no. Batman, Batman had money. Yeah. You know I mean? So it was like, it was no big deal. He was gonna be able yeah. to get whatever he needed, yeah. but, you know, Spidey was kind of just always there. Yeah, you're like, shit. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, I always love the stories, you know what I mean? Where, like, you know, of course, and they, they do really well putting it in the movies where he's up against some you know, something he can't possibly do, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Can't lift this or can't mm -hmm. do that, you know what I mean? And he ends up pulling it off because he's got a uh, heart. I, I like how the new Marvel movies um, kind of have like Cap and him kind of endeared to each other a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because there's that, you know, of course, obviously there's the Tony Stark and, and Peter thing because of the brains, but the hearts, I think, are the same. In no, because uh, one of my favorite lines is actually, you know, when he's like, hey, where are you from? Yeah. Like Queens. And, you know, Cap kind of smirks like, I'm Brooklyn. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, that's <laughs> very, very New York. Very, they touch on that. You know what I mean? So I, I love that. I think that's like, they have similar heart. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so that, Spider-Man is definitely up there for me. I mean, you know, we're just talking, you know, I feel like we've been talking just Marvel guys, but I mean, that is what we grew up with. And that's, oh, yeah. you know, who we always, I mean, with. it's nothing to take away. It's just, you know, DC has always focused on Superman and Batman. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until uh, about 06 that uh, Jeff Jones wrote Green Lantern. I became a big Green Lantern fan. Okay. So it took something like that for me to, you know, to get into, to get into Green Lantern. Yeah. Green Lantern is such a powerful character. And it's like, man, you know, yeah. why did it take so long for someone to, uh, 
to write him so well, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a great character. Sometimes he's, when you give him that much power, it's it's because pretty yeah. much he, he's only limited by his imagination. His imagination. What the ring yep. can do. Yep. Would you agree that Spawn's power is the same? Yeah. Spawn yes. is pretty much only limited to his imagination. Yes, because with, there are still some things that he, the costume that he didn't know about, you right. know, that he, the costume can do for him. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you, where do you put Spawn? You put Spawn? Oh, up, I love Spawn. I, I, he's in my top 15. Okay, top 15. Yes. Not top 10. Okay. No, not top 10. Okay. No, I got too many other characters. Okay. But, Okay. Yeah, because see, I'm like I'm a big fan of Cable. I love Cable. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I Cable's love the whole cool. history of Cable mm -hmm. of him. You know, it's Cyclops and Madeline. Yeah. You know, and then he get you know Apocalypse is worried about him and he sends him away. And, you know, it's like there's wow. a lot of history. Yeah, in that a character. lot of history with Cable. I, you know, and I have to admit, sometimes it's like my my readings of recent books, whatever it's like, or even older books, it's just kind of the, the memory is a little fuzzy, but, but, you know, I think about him a lot, like from the, the nineties yeah. cartoons and he yeah. was very badass. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, is, you know, but then when you start reading the comic books, you're like, oh, wow, he's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was a big fan of the, uh, the, uh, age of apocalypse X-Men. Yeah. That's was, actually where I, be, I first became a fan. Really? Of, through, of Nate. Through him. Yes. Nate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very yes. cool. That was a character. I think that, uh, again, though, um, well, too much power. Uh, it was kind of like hard to ride him, right? Because he at that time he was like, "What if Cable didn't have the virus?" I mean, he was strong. He was that's able to. Uh, he was able to beat Xavier in the Astral Point. Nah, interesting. You know, so and that's when Xavier was like top. Like if you beat Xavier, you you're like, whoa, you're shit. in in that realm. You know, yeah. he said at one point when he did pull his full power, he rivaled Dark Phoenix. Oh, wow. and it's kind of like, oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, but again, it kind of limits you. Yeah. Um, to what you can write with what else because it's like what, yeah it's like how you said with Superman uh, so much power I mean yeah how, how do you exactly. write him so it, and it takes a good writer to do that and get it right yes it does but um, okay so I mean I think we ran down some good things right there yes. we ran down yes, some I think we mainly talk heroes we didn't really yeah. talk villains no. and the list can easily be mixed you know what I mean Very. if you talk characters Very. of all time but I don't even think we got into like you're a guy that got me into you know um Miracle Man, you know. Oh, I love uh, Miracle we Man. We didn't even talk really, you know. Uh, people, if you get a chance, read Miracle Man, the Alan Moore story. Mm -hmm. um, issues 1 through 16. That is a great story. Um, it really breaks down a lot of this, like, the, I guess, the, the fantasy stuff from the real comics. Um, you know, like, he catches a kid. Right, like Superman, like how he catches Lois. Right. Okay, but when he brings, a, when he brings him down, you know, he's crying and Miracle Man doesn't understand it. And you know the mom comes and like you broke his ribs because he's so hard, right? That you know of a kid is falling down from and, high, and but he gets uh captured by two poles. You know, I mean, yeah, it's gonna hurt. Yeah, and that's what Miracle Man essentially is. He's so hard that when he catches a kid, he's like, oh, you know, you broke my bones. Makes you know? sense. Makes sense. You're flying up to catch a kid falling out of a plane at your top speed because you got to yeah. get there quick but when you hit him with impact it's, it makes a lot of sense i think that's a lot of what watchmen did is kind of brought some of the realistic again alan moore yeah the you great, know great right um yeah great yeah cool well cat uh i feel like we're ending the end of our our 30 minutes here and uh we want to just say uh thanks to everyone out there for listening this time around comic books this time but we don't know what it's going to be next time might yeah. be villains might be a movie might be movies uh, probably bring some news to you. So uh, for me, CM Chuck, I want to say thanks for listening again on another Friday night. And uh, and this is your unbreakable one. Uh, again, thank you. And uh, hit me up with uh, who your top five are, or just top favorites. Yep. And we're on yeah. Facebook now. So like us on Facebook, follow us and all that good stuff. Just another Friday night on Facebook. Thank you.